Did you know that taxpayers spend an average of $11,732 per student annually in public schools plus capital expenditures? Taxpayers spend nothing on most homeschool students, and homeschool families spend an average of $600 per student annually for their education. And did you know that there are over 2 million homeschooled students in the United States alone? Also, homeschool students score above average on achievement tests regardless of their parents' level of former education or their family's household income. And homeschool students are increasingly being actively recruited by colleges. All this information comes from the National Home Education Research Institute, which you can find at nheri.org. Now, I don't homeschool. I thought about it in the past, but... You know, I don't. My daughter's in public school. She's doing great in there. If she wasn't, I probably would be doing homeschooling. The reason I'm bringing all this up is because a lot of people talk bad about homeschooling. Well, I'm here to tell you that homeschooling is probably not what you think it is. My name is Rich Bennett, and on this episode of Harford County Living, I sit down with a group of people who homeschool here in Harford County, and I think you're going to be surprised at what you'll find out. Time is running out. If you haven't gone online and voted in the Harford County Living Community Choice Awards yet, do so. You have up until February 28th. You could pick things such as, what is your favorite local ice cream stop? What is your favorite local coffee place? Who is your favorite local radio personality? Keep in mind, the key word here is local. And when I say local, we mean local. None of these franchises, so I'm not going to mention any names here, but you know the deal. Support local. That's the key. That's why we do this. So go on HartfordCountyLiving.com. You have until February 28th to vote for your favorites. You are listening to the Harford County Living Podcast with Rich Bennett. Thank you for coming, and please send any suggestions or comments to podcast at harfordcountyliving.com. The Harford County Living Podcast is produced for your enjoyment, and show notes can be found at harfordcountyliving.com. Come back often, and feel free to add the podcast to your favorites, RRS feed, or iTunes. All links are in the show notes. Now, let's join Rich Bennett and his special guest. like to welcome everybody to the Harford County Living Podcast. We, um, interesting episode today. I had a young lady come to me and uh, make the suggestion that we do a podcast on homeschooling, which I thought was a great idea because I see more and more, I guess, kids getting homeschooled in Harford County. Um, so I got Elal here with me again, and we'll go around the table Starting with uh, to my left, go ahead. Hi, I'm Trisha, and I'm a local homeschooler. Hi, I'm Scott Woodruff. I'm senior counsel with Homeschool Legal Defense Association. Uh, our office is in Percival, Virginia, and uh, thanks so much for having me on the program today. Well, thank you for coming. And I'm Donna, another homeschooling mom. Trisha, I'm turning it over to you. So I've been uh, I've been homeschooling my kids for five years, and I'm working on my third year of homeschooling my special needs child. I have a uh, 
16-year-old special needs, and uh, I graduated my oldest this last summer. So that was very interesting journey. And if it wasn't for my other homeschooling moms, which I met at co-op, I would be lost. Now, what is co-op? Co-op. Co-op is a gathering of other homeschooled families who teach everyone. All the kids get together and have classes, and all the, te all the um, teachers are either other st students, which two of Donna's high schoolers are teachers of the homeschool co-op that I get together, or their parents who just feel comfortable with a subject, or they used to do it before they homeschooled, or just because they find it fun. So they're still getting that social activity. Oh, yeah. yes. Co-ops, you know, tend to do the things you don't want to do at home, the messy things, the arts, the PE, yep. or the right. dissections for the science. Yeah. We've done, I've taught that several times, so... Things you don't want to do at home. Oh, wait, wait. So, you, like the dissecting of frogs and everything, you do it at home. I mm -hmm. mean, really? Yeah, yeah we did. Uh, my my oldest, Liam, had dissected cats hmm? at home. Well, we did it at co-op. At co-op. Well, where's yeah, but where's co-op happen at? Um, at somebody else's home, right? Well, the co-op that we um, do is actually down the street here at um, Joppa Town Christian Church. We meet every uh, Friday okay. at ten a.m. And we, yeah, it starts at 10 a.m. Classes start at 10.30. Lunch is at noon. And we are usually done by 2. Okay, I was going to say, because if I have a bunch of people come to my house and I'm dissecting a frog or a cat, oh, my wife's going to kill me. <laughs> we usually find a place, a church usually, yeah. that will host it with different rooms so we can break the children down into groups. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And uh, oh, yeah. we've done, I said, I've done... I taught a dissection class to go with a biology class that mm -hmm. they were all working on. They were ninth graders at that, well, equivalent of ninth graders working homeschool biology, yeah. high school biology. And so we did dissected insects, worms. Um, I didn't do cats, but we did do it up to the frogs. Yeah. So I, through the co-op, so it's like, all right, for example, Trisha, you don't need to know all the subjects. No. Nope. Okay. Thank goodness. See, and that's what yeah. I never understood because I, I know a, a cousin of mine has homeschooled her kids. Mm -hmm. But if there was no co-op, she did it all at home. Well, like for instance, what I do is at co-op, my kids get to take history, which they're learning about colonial times. Okay. They get to take civics, the um, relationship between the civilians and the government. They get to take um, art. They get to take a foreign language, which is sign language. They get to have a science. Which wait, is wait a minute. Which is sign language is sign a foreign language? Sign language is really? a foreign language. Really? Yes. Sure. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I never knew that. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. They also get to take science, which uh, is experimental science. Huh. And with all of those subjects covered, um, the only thing that we have to do at home every day is math, English, grammar, spelling, which is usually a, with English, and then we... Once a week, we concentrate on a president. So homeschoolers yeah. love to get together and do things. Homeschoolers are natural organizers. They're natural community people. They're natural, hey, let's get together and go to the park, or let's get together and do this, or let's get together and build a project. 
Um, my wife and I have been homeschooled for about 25 years. Really? And when my daughters got to be about 12 or 13, we said, hey, let's start a co-op. And so we emailed, uh, sent out a bunch of passenger pigeons. That was a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> and pretty soon we had about 25 kids in our co-op. And the 15 older kids met down in the basement. The 10 younger kids met upstairs. Mm -hmm. And it was a fantastic thing. Everybody learned and had fun. All the parents taught at least once. Mm -hmm. Because I wanted all the kids in the co-op to know everybody else's parents. Right. That's and, a good you, idea. and you can really get to know somebody by listening to them teach. Mm -hmm. And it was great. So it's a real real community effort. Absolutely. Behind the whole, the whole program. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Interesting. You use the word civics. Haven't heard that in, in decades. It's social studies. I haven't heard that since you know, school. In, in the schools, it's social <laughs> studies. I, I like using the word yeah. civics because it really brings back... Yeah what it really means. I mean, if you use the word social studies, that can really broaden mm -hmm. the subject, and you can take the subject, go completely off to left field, and not even touch government. You say right. social studies now, kids probably think you're talking about Facebook or Twitter <laughs> or something. <laughs> you know, my kids, yeah. I'm, I'm a daughter of an Army person who spent 35 years in the Army, and I always taught in the relationship between government and citizens and how they should interact and mm -hmm. relate. Um, that was one of the big things I made sure my kids learned early on, from early on, mm -hmm. how we interact with the government, how our rights as citizens, where our rights end and the government starts or stops is the big one. Yeah. You want to do something interesting. Go back and look at the constitutions that all the states had before the U.S. had a constitution. Fascinating project. Mm -hmm. huh. Fascinating. Yeah. I'm glad that that's how it worked for me. Let me write this so down. So we, we, we did that in our civics class in our co-op. We had the kids read the original constitutions of all the 13 colonies, and it was incredible the amount of variation and the different ways they emphasized different issues. People were actually thinking really important thoughts before the U.S. even had a constitution. Sure. Oh, yeah. Well, that's where they got the constitution, the U.S. constitution, was all these different states having the original idea of constitutions. Yeah. Now, with homeschooling, because it's only the parents of students that mm -hmm. are being homeschooled that can participate? Um, the reason I'm asking is, like, I know somebody that's really awesome with history, not mentioning any names at all. Um, <laughs> they, don't but, have to, they don't have to have students who are homeschooled. Um, they just, you know, they have to be, like, for instance, for our co-op, mm -hmm. We would accept you because we trust you, and we know that you're not going to do anything unsavory for the kids. And we all we know him. A little Marxist, or yeah. Like <laughs> we also, you know, somebody who's a subject area expert. Right. Yeah. They would bring all. I'd probably bring all the kids together I and have them talk. Yeah. I'd and so the parents that. would be yeah. listening and learning too. Yeah. Well, we had someone come in to talk to our co-op who lives, uh, you know, five miles away, uh, an elderly African American man, 85 years old. And we had him come in and talk for an hour about what it was like to grow up and live under Jim Crow laws in Loudoun County. Oh, and wow. he had fascinating stories that these kids would never have heard anywhere else. Yeah. Wow. It is. That's, that, that's great because you don't hear that mm -mm. or see that in high school. Did you recall? No. Uh -uh. Yeah. You know, I think we did and somewhere on an eight-track tape somewhere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. We, and, you know, we have people like that around here. That yeah. can do the same. Yeah. Well, that's the yeah. that's the joy of co-op <laughs> is that we can decide. Well, who cares about po 
political correctness, let's do something that's educational and, co and factual. And that's the parents and that's the teacher's decision. And even sometimes, depending on the co-op, the kids can even put in their right. opinions. And let me just kind of drop a little firebomb here. This idea of whether schools are a good thing has actually been a hot topic for thousands of years. You can go back historically and find great thinkers saying, schools are terrible. Do not send your kids to schools. They're mm -hmm. terribly social, socially, terribly philosophically. Just don't do it. So the idea of should schools exist at all has been a point of social debate for about 2,000 years at least. Wow. Wow. Holy cow. Mm -hmm. no, when you think about it, you know, schools early on in the country, all education was done at home. Yeah. And you would go off to universities when you got older. Right. It was natural. It was like, yeah. well, what do you do in a home? You, you cook, you take care of clothes, you teach kids to read and write. Mm -hmm. That was part of the normal household process of, of, of rearing children. Yeah. Now, you said one of yours already graduated. Yes. So do they get a Maryland State Diploma? He has, he has a Maryland Diploma, yes. Just really? as if he had graduated from high, from one of the public school high schools. And all your kids have been homeschooled, Donna? Uh, I have nine children. Two actually graduated through the public school system. Okay. Much to my dismay, I should have done things much <laughs> earlier. Um, but my husband wasn't on board at the time. I have seven that I'm homeschooling. Well, have homeschooled. One has graduated. Mm -hmm. Three will be graduating this year. Mm -hmm. And then I have three more that are still coming up. Yeah. Now, can you see a big difference from the ones that were homeschooled and the ones that went through the public school system as far as knowledge-wise or anything? Um, a different type of knowledge. Because um, I have children on all spectrum, uh, very gifted and talented, which Harford County Schools doesn't really have a gifted and talented program, so that was a struggle for them. Right. To those that are learning challenge, special education, special needs. Um, that's which is why I really started homeschooling. They weren't meeting the needs of my special education student. Mm -hmm. So I brought him home. It was eight years ago this month during Snowmageddon. Because okay. <laughs> <laughs> they were, they'd been out for a week of school and he struggled with math. They were going to do two math tests that week. Mm -hmm. And he wouldn't have been able to do that. So I brought him and said, that's it. You're coming home. And that's how I started. Kind of yeah. went against the rules of what I was supposed to be doing with the notification to the, to the county. But... Yeah. I, I brought him home and turned in my papers that day. Yeah. Well, out of all the people, I guess, in your co-op that homeschool, mm -hmm. how many have actually have full-time jobs during the day? Or I mean, um, how would that work? So I think one of the families is um, one of them has, one of the parents has a full-time job and the other parent has a part-time job. Okay. And I believe another family is a single mother, but she has a full-time job and her mother brings her child in. And the reason I'm asking, because I mean, I've talked to people that wanted to homeschool their kids, but that was mm -hmm. a problem. They said, I can't homeschool because I work full-time. There's but plenty of full-time uh, full uh, parents who work full-time and homeschool. And okay. they don't, they actually, juggle quite fine. You only have to do 180 days in Maryland yeah. meeting their subject requirements, mm -hmm. which, and it doesn't matter 
how you meet that. It doesn't mm-hmm. have to be a nine to three. It can mm-hmm. be three to ten. That was going to be it my be, next question. It can be weekends. And um, I homeschool year round. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I oh. do too. We do. We homeschool year round. We'll take longer breaks, say around Thanksgiving. We'll take right. two weeks right. off. Christmas, we may take off the most of the month of December and a couple weeks of January. Yeah. Take a couple weeks off in the summer. We go year round. Actually, just just to insert a, a fine point, homeschool families are not subject to the 180-day requirement that public schools have to follow. They actually have a lot more flexibility. Thank you for correcting me. I always thought I had to do 180 days. No, you're free. You just go for it. (laughs) (laughs) What that really means is that she's going to teach about 300 days. I was going to say, Donna's like, no, you're in school every day. (laughs) Because homeschooling changes moms and dads. And one question I get asked often on media interviews, radio shows is, what kind of people should not homeschool? And I've thought for years about the best, most correct answer to that. And a day or two ago, I finally figured out what the answer is. The kind of people who should not homeschool are people who don't want to change. Because homeschooling mm-hmm. will change you mm-hmm. profoundly. It changes moms, it oh, changes yeah. dads, and it changes kids. If you do not want to change, please do not homeschool. Well, and the way it sounds to me, you guys are more involved with it, which I think is for the better. Yeah. You know, you're more involved. You're more involved with your kids. You know what's going on. Well, you know what? If you try to become really, if you try to become involved in the education or even in just helping out at school, after elementary, you'll get the weirdest looks. Hmm. I try to volunteer on a regular basis at the middle school that my oldest was going to, and they actually told me no one, no parents volunteer. What? Yeah. They don't want you in the classroom. They want to try and separate you from your child every day. A lot can be said about that. Yeah. Um, (laughs) So that (laughs) was my first, that was my first inkling that this is not going to work out. You know, and so. you said it changes parents. I brought my son home, mm-hmm. um, kind of against my husband's witches. He was kind of like, uh, we'll try it for the rest of the school year and see how it goes. And he saw how he progressed and made great strides. Mm-hmm. So, okay, we'll do this another year. And then the year after that, we brought my other son home who was being bullied in the middle school, mm-hmm. much to the chagrin of the administration at the middle school who refused to see that he was being bullied, you know, coming yeah. home with bruises and stuff. Was that was the same bullying. issue that I had with my oldest. Same middle school. Yeah. And um, so, and after that I brought two more home and my other three have not set foot in the school. But my husband now is all for homeschooling. So it has changed him. Mm-hmm. He, my kids will not set foot in the school over my dead body. <laughs> my youngest actually does not remember going to public school. But he hears stories from his neighbors. And every time I ask him, do you want to try? And he says, no, I don't. I enjoy homeschooling. And when you have children who, I have a couple that would be labeled hyperactive. People would want to put them on medication. Mine mine too. And these are girls, so that would be even more on their part. Um, Mine's a boy. (laughs) But girls, you know, they they don't like them even more being hyper but they learn well they're now engaged in learning where I figured they wouldn't have been at that point in time they um, 
I'll let her work for 15 minutes and get her go run around the yard for 15 minutes and then she'll come back and sit yeah. down and be able to work. Yeah, you and can't focus. do that at regular school. No, yeah. they've taken away the, the physical education oh, out yeah. of the school, so, or when even I just recess. I mean, I remember years ago in the dark ages, I had three recesses in an elementary school. Yeah. Morning, lunch, and afternoon. This was her years ago in the dark <laughs> ages. Ago. It was the dark ages back then. <laughs> well, when I took my youngest out, he was actually not, he had um, been held back the previous year. I took him into pub private school, and they were they held him back another year because of how behind the public school was. So he was not only held back two years, but his math was suffering, and his reading was suffering. And even in the private school, the teacher didn't know how to handle his hyperactivity, his unable to focus. They're not trained for that. I mean, no. I, you know, I... I I know people yeah. with, with hyperactive kids and same problems. <laughs> These educators are not trained to deal with people yeah. like that and or kids like that. Oh, yeah. It's a huge problem. I mean, if you it go is. back again to the founding of the country, what would be happening in the home at that point in time? The kids mm -hmm. would be get in the field most of the day, working, yeah. doing stuff around the house, have all the energy out, mm -hmm. then come to the table in the afternoon, probably, or morning, yeah. have that physical outlet so they didn't yeah. have that right. hyperactivity. Yeah. You didn't have to sit at a desk or on the floor for hours on end. Yeah. There's a fascinating new study out comparing how many kids are diagnosed with ADHD depending on their birth date. That in states where compulsory attendance starts for the year at September 1, kids born in August are diagnosed with ADHD 30% more often than kids born in September. Really? But in states with a later start date, mm -hmm. kids born in August and September have the same rate of ADHD diagnosis. Huh. Meaning that thousands of kids are getting diagnosed and medicated for ADHD just because they happen to have the misfortune of being born early and being the youngest in their class. Wow. Yeah. That. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I can attest to that because my oldest daughter has a September birth date and mm -hmm. then when she started school, I think December 1st was the cutoff date for kindergarten. So she started at four in kindergarten. Yep. So she was diagnosed as ADHD that year. And See, yeah, That's interesting. Uh, I, I would have, yeah. how many people actually know that or even think about that? They don't, they don't. No. That's not something that is off, that's not information that's offered to them. Or to put this another way, kids, schools tend to not be kid friendly. Yeah, no. Well, actually, I think now I think the biggest problem you're seeing now with a lot of public schools is they're becoming, I want to say they're becoming too kid friendly. I mean, when they said it was just a few years ago, you're allowed to use cell phones in school. I mean, really? I re I remember Casio came out with a calculator watch. If we wore that in school, they would take it from us. You weren't allowed to have that. I got yeah. in trouble for passing notes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But now yeah. they're, they're yeah. encouraged to, to use bring their cell phones and everything. And it's not turn them off during class. No, you can have well, them on. They encourage, teachers will encourage them to use them during class. Yes. You bring your own technology now. Yeah. Yeah, it, which, yeah. Yeah, they, uh, they, we don't want can. you cheating, but it's okay to text your friend during class. Really? Yeah. Yeah. And they're losing their ability to uh, to think. You know, their cognitive abilities yeah. are just being wasted because of that. Mm -hmm. I, well, I would assume in the homeschooling that's pretty much not allowed. Well, yeah. the real magic of home, 
Everything's but, everything needs to be turned in on the coffee table. You're not allowed to get it until <laughs> school Scott, done. Scott's like, what? What are you doing, Treasure? What are you running there? <laughs> I do the same thing. Give me your tablets. Give me your phones. Put them in the basket. And but see, that's, and that's great. Yeah. Oh, I tried to do that at home one time, and then my, my daughter's friend stopped coming over the house. <laughs> you know, Mr. Rich said we have to put our cell phones in a basket when we come in the house. <laughs> well, you know, my, my, we do a family dinner most nights. Right. And... Technology is not allowed at the table. Oh, yeah, no, I'm saying And when friends come over, it goes, you know, goes yep. in the basket or on the table. You're not doing it. We're going to have conversations. And I find as my friends started, my kids' friends started doing this more and more, they want to come over because we were having conversations and we were able to talk about yeah. the current events, what's going on, respectfully, you know. Yeah. So. Well, and that's along, along the same lines, I mean, the, these devices, uh, now that we're talking about that, is... Uh, uh, along with ADHD, ADD, um, you know, reading a lot of these studies where this attachment to these devices is causing a lot of this, uh, a lot of these problems with the kids, the the attention and, and even behavioral problems. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Um, and they're just rather than arrest these problems, they're just fostering them by allowing more. You know, they're 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 allowing more of the of this activity in school and. And um, you know, I, I I watch my own uh, my own friends and, and you know with their kids and grandkids and, and whatnot, and you can see it. I mean, it's uh, I, I it, it, it's crazy. It's, it's, it's sad. Put it, put it bluntly, it's crazy. And, yeah, it is. Uh, you know, but they, they have to have it because they can't survive. They can't survive uh, socially if they're if they're not taught how to use uh, the the. the these no. devices. Yeah. So. Which is funny because usually, what is the first question that homeschoolers get? How do you socialize your kids? <laughs> oh my gosh, every right. time. <laughs> I'm Lauren Arkin. I'm the delegate elect for this district, District 7 in Maryland. And you also homeschool too? I ho I, I'm a rabid homeschooler. Uh, Talking yeah. about, about homeschooling moms who have jobs. Totally possible. Uh, there, yeah. there you go. It can, it can be done. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. But everybody always asks me the same thing: How can, how are your children socialized? <laughs> and I say, not like Lord of the Flies, <laughs> which is what I consider. Well, you know what's really interesting? Yeah. Homeschoolers have our own prom. Mm -hmm. We have our own. I know you have your own dances because my yeah. son has DJed some. We, <laughs> we have we have a church who hosts. Um, Swing dance, line dancing. Um, oh yeah, graduation dinners mm -hmm. oh, where yeah. the parents are allowed to present their graduating seniors with their class rings. Oh. Which there are companies who make homeschooling class oh, rings. Wait a minute, I'm yeah. I'm sorry. You guys have a ring dinner? You can. Yeah. You can. Really? Because mm -hmm. they don't have that in high school anymore. That's ah, right. I remember That's when right. I remember when Lala, we went to high school, even though I didn't get a class ring, but they they had ring dinners. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We've got all that. We've yeah. got everything. Sports teams. Yeah. Wait, what? Well, clubs. What? Be Beachmont. Is it Beachmont? Yeah. Be uh -huh. Beachmont, um, the Christian camp. Camp. Yeah. Beachmont. They're, they have their, they're the ones who have their own homeschooling uh, football team. Really? Yeah. Mm -hmm. well, who do they play against? Other homeschooling? Other, not even other homeschooling. Yeah, They'll play schools. against private other private schools. That is all. I never knew that. Yeah. yeah. 
Absolutely. That is awesome. We had Carrie, Carrie McGinnis, her, her son, mm-hmm. played on a homeschooling football team. I think they got soccer, too. Yeah. yeah. He may have even yeah, gotten maybe. a scholarship for football. Mm-hmm. And I heard um, a couple of years ago they were thinking about making, starting track. up their own basketball team, too. And some track, I think, they're yeah. working on. Hey, you just said you think one got a scholarship? I think I think one of her kids got a scholarship to go, yeah. maybe to two-year school. See, that was going to be another question I, was, I wanted to ask mm-hmm. about scholarships. Yeah, homeschool yeah, oh, yeah. kids get scholarships all the time. <clears throat> um, our organization, Homeschool Legal Defense, has a good relationship with the NCAA, mm-hmm. and uh, we can help polish off a lot of rough edges when a, a homeschooled kid is looking for a, a sports scholarship. That's right. all, because I know yeah. at the Lions Club, we used to do a scholarship years ago um, to somebody from Joppatown High School, but I would have never thought about it. People being homeschooled eligible too. We, that's what we need to start back up again. You know, 20, 30 years when homeschoolers, there was nothing. We were the fringe. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, my all cousins these, were homeschooled. All these parents got together and like, okay, how can we compensate for everything that you know we're missing? This is what this is the end result. I wish there was something, and maybe Donna, maybe you know, is there something that say yeah. that shows how many? Say kids in Harford County are homeschooled compared to how many go to public school? There, that data is available. I don't have it on the top of my head for Harford County. I know in Howard County, which is filled with blue ribbon public schools, right. the number's twelve percent. Really, twelve percent. That's, that's that came yeah. straight from the county. They told me that when I was living there. So, that's a very high number. Yeah, yeah. and I, th- I have a funny feel. I think Harford County's going up. It is going up. I I started adminning the Harford County page four years ago and there was 150 families on this page there's almost a thousand now that's awesome on the facebook page yeah Harford county homeschoolers yeah yeah so oh there's so you got there's a yeah, facebook, there's a facebook page, page. yeah it's, it's called um Harford county homes and surrounding areas homeschooling mm-hmm. now is there a website or anything where people can get but, more information or, uh like how how would somebody join the co-op oh a co-op oh. yeah join that if you're yeah. in Harford county join that group and then Post yeah. where you where you live, what kind of co-op you're interested in. You know what? If you even if you go onto Facebook and search your county and homeschool co-op, you'll get a whole bunch of groups mm-hmm. local. Mm-hmm. And it's not just um, religious homeschooling. This no, there's no, no, no. There's secular too. Yeah, and secular is really blown those up. Those who in Maryland. could care less. Just as yeah, long they, they as don't care don't either way, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So. This this is called Harford County, and in parentheses, and surrounding areas, homeschooling families. That's the group that I admin. Mm-hmm. 946 members today. Wow. And like yeah. I said, about four years ago when I took over this page, it was like 150 families. Yeah. So it's a lot of people. And, and I get I request every single day I approve new people for this group. Yeah. And they are so helpful. You get on there and you just yep. post. If, if you post a question or you po- post a concern or you just post up that, hey, I'm going to the park. Who wants to join us? Yeah. Or you, you're feeling discouraged. Yes. There, there are so many families up there that are will just send you words of encouragement. And we're coming into the time of year where moms tend to go, okay, I'm done with this. But I'm going to put my kids back in school. They're not yeah. listening to me. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's the Probably winter doldrums, holidays. Yeah. 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 We take yeah. off all of, all of December. We never homeschool in December. Really? Um, no. We never homeschool in December. Um, we don't take off summers Another it's hot. Yeah. Round but the school. We, uh, we do the opposite of a snow day. If it's nice outside, it is a non-school day. 
because I don't want to waste my kids' time. Right. You know, this is their childhood. And I think the whole concept of structured learning, you know, I, I joked about this at my freshman or legislator's orientation that I think it's a human rights violation. Six hours a day in a concrete building doesn't make sense from a neurological perspective for a growing brain. It's illogical. Yeah. So nice outside. My kids are outside. Um, yeah. You know, and the temperatures. Now they, they hate going outside when it's hot. So I'm oh like, oh, look, too. it's 95 with a humidity of 100. It's a school day. You know, Algebra. let's do school. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, oh, good. Yes, we don't want to go out there. But we have a farm, so they still have to go out for a little bit. And feed yeah. the it's not hot today, but there's three feet of snow out. Let's go out there. Today. Yeah, yeah, it depends We're on We're going to sit down and read. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Actually, my kids love snow days. Yeah. Because yeah. They'll go out, we'll do a little bit of schoolwork in the morning, then go out and play all day. Yeah, yeah. But it's so flexible. You know I love what it. I do? I like to um, base my science experiments on the weather. Oh, cool. Like, um, if you, I'll, hmm. like, uh, I'll, uh, I'll teach a course, or I'll teach a class on what um, below freezing temperatures do to bubbles. Why not? Yeah. It's cool. So, stuff what like that. What do they do to bubbles? You can watch the you can watch the um, ice forming around the bubble. So do they shatter or pop? Oh, if you touch it, they shatter. Does it pop or shatter? They shatter. I just wanted to see if she got it right. Yeah. You haven't you haven't seen those YouTube videos? Yeah. Kids out there doing that? Yeah. Very cool. Yeah, I was just seeing. So do you have prescribed curriculums that you follow? Or is it something you develop in your own groups and, and co-ops? Or You know what? The first year I decided I was going to buy a curriculum, and we hated it. Yeah. <laughs> right. I, it, I for, some families, for some families, for some families, a structured curriculum is perfect for them. But for other families, that's their worst nightmare. But to kind of can I do a little translation here for those of you who haven't kind of gotten the jargon? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Homeschool families get to pick their own books. Mm-hmm. They get to pick their own novels for the kids' tree, their own algebra book, their own geometry book. Now, if you're under supervision by the county, you have to teach certain subjects. But even within that, you get to pick your own books, and often that's collectively referred to as the curriculum. And you mm -hmm. can either buy a curriculum that's like boxed, packaged, ready to go, right. here, take it, or you can be very eclectic, take what you want, take this, buy a little bit of that, a little bit That's of that, go to the library for this and put it together yourself. Yeah. People who are just starting homeschooling tend to get sort of a kind of all-in-one package. Mm -hmm. And then after they get their feet under them, they'll tend to say, you know, I wasn't super happy with the way that worked, so next year I'm going to tweak it and do this. And so every year they go on, they get a program that is better and better suited to their own kids, yes. their desires, mm -hmm. their passions, their strengths. Uh, one of the really interesting things I've found from homeschooling is that all three of my adult kids are way more courageous than I ever was. Really? My, kids, my kids have done brave <laughs> things time. I could never have done. And in retrospect, I think it's because 12 years in a public school classroom put that concrete cube in my brain. Right. And yeah. it has limited me in ways I don't fully understand. And my adult kids didn't have that built into them. And so they've done amazing things. I'm, I'm oh, impressed yeah. with my kids. Yeah, that we cobbled yeah. together like that, our curriculum. Yeah. I, I never did a boxed I think curriculum. my first year I did I a boxed cobbled. type thing and found out it, again, what doesn't, what works, what doesn't work. 
Each kid is different. And each kid is different. But you can change it, too. Change it I've changed change it change change midway through. If you're like, yeah. I just bought this. I, I'm reading the first page and I hate it. Yeah. <laughs> Out the window it goes. Actually goes onto my Facebook group and somebody else will probably buy it for you. Because <laughs> right. their yeah. kid does learn like that, you know? And you know what? I've um, Even after five years of doing this, I'm still learning right. things. Like, I have just learned that because of the umbrella that I chose... I have even more freedom than I ever thought I could. Right, an umbrella is when you don't choose to to go to to go through the state with your regulation process. Mm -hmm. You go through this umbrella group that's got permission from the state to um, sort of administer reviews for, for sure. you. And it, there's a couple different kinds, but most of them actually fall under the religious category. Mm -hmm. That's a very broad range in the state of Maryland. Mm -hmm. So my umbrella is religious. I mm -hmm. don't go through the county here. I have gone through the county when I was living in Cecil County, when I was living in um, Howard County. Mm -hmm. I did not use it when I lived in Baltimore County because I heard their reviewers try to come to your home and I'm a little too libertarian for that. So. Just, just well, that's because yeah. Scott brought that up about county supervision. Mm -hmm. I mean, what now is that the government or the school yes. system that supervises this? This is a school system, yeah. So, yeah. go ahead. Let me kind of give you a quick, quick introduction to kind of homeschool law 101 in Maryland. Okay. When you decide to homeschool, you have to make a decision right up front. You have to pick one of two ways you're going to homeschool. Either you're going to homeschool in a way where you have to communicate with your local school board and turn in a portfolio of samples periodically, usually twice a year, mm -hmm. and then they look at your portfolios and say, yeah, that looks fine, go on about your business. The other way is to connect with what we call an umbrella program. Okay. And these are umbrella programs that are on the state's lists of, of groups that have like registered to be an umbrella program. If you're in an umbrella program, you never, and I mean never, have to talk to your county school board. You relate entirely to your umbrella program. You have to follow your umbrella program's policies, but there are some umbrella programs that are very rigid, very strict, very organized, just like a miniature school. Mm -hmm. There are some right. umbrella programs that are very lax, very laid back, um, very easy to get along with. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's mine. I was yeah, going to say, yeah. is that what all three of you do? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was yeah. going to say, because my question was, if you went through the board, how? I did to start off my first year going through the board. Okay. And I quickly decided they were not very homeschool friendly, mm -hmm. although I never had bad reviews. I just got the vibe. The vibe. Yeah. They didn't like it. Yeah. Yeah. So I chose the next year to go with an umbrella program. And I had heard that about Harford County when I moved out here a couple years back. Um, and I had chosen an umbrella when I was here, and then I, when I moved to Cecil County, I had heard the opposite. So I, that's mm -hmm. why I went there. And they, they're fabulous, very pro-homeschooling. There's mm -hmm. a doctor out there that runs the program. Wow. He's very nice. Um, Howard County is the same, very pro-homeschooling. Oh, Maybe their schools were overcrowded or something. I don't know what their deal was. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but they, or they're just hiring the right people. But I, I've heard that, too. And then sometimes you'll get a new per-pupil person, mm -hmm. and that person will come on and not know anything about homeschooling and they'll they'll literally expect you to set up your whole life as though it's a miniature school mm -hmm. that is not homeschooling no. homeschooling is not traditional schooling in any right. it can be but why would you suffer like that yeah, uh -huh. you mentioned that in, in one place a school official was wanting to come to the homeschool family's house yeah we're in the middle of, of changing that rule okay oh, um, I and some other homeschool leaders went to the Department of Education and said look there's an archaic rule on the books that allows a school official to quote observe instruction. Yeah. And I said this is ridiculous. This has no place. This makes no sense. 
would you please change this rule? And I gave them a long legal memo of why they should change it yeah. and how no other state in the country anymore allows anything like that. Right. And the department was very receptive. Great. And they oh, began wow. a rulemaking process. <coughs> and we're very close to that being sort of officially on the books. Oh, oh wonderful. Awesome. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank so you that's, for that doing should be that. gone. In a, in a few months or at least awesome. by spring, observe instruction yeah. will be out of here. Oh, good. Because yeah, I'm with you, Lauren. I don't want people coming in my no. house. I answer the teach. door with a <laughs> rifle, so <laughs> <laughs> that should tell you a little bit about me. No. Welcome. Yeah. <laughs> I have a sign on my door that says, if you can read this, you're in range. <laughs> Subtle warning. I have a very similar sign. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wasn't always like this, but I've just seen too much now, and now that's just how I am. I know, I the Homeschool Legal yes. Defense a Agency. You guys Association. Yeah. Homeschool Legal Defense Association. Association. I, it's HSDLA. I never know that. It's something that I encourage all homeschoolers to join because they're oh, there yeah. to protect your rights as right. a homeschooler, yeah. a homeschooling family. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. If you get into Bruce, trouble. their website. Yeah. They are the reason I think we have the... Maryland is a scary place to, to be an independent thinker. Yeah. And they have protected our rights here like you wouldn't believe. I mean, I do lobbying for on parental rights issues, and I haven't had to do hardly any lobbying at all in relation to homeschooling because y'all have done so such <laughs> a fabulous job. Days, yeah. I'm like, oh, don't worry. That's a homeschool bill. It won't pass. <laughs> Anybody that decides to homeschool yeah. should definitely join. And then yeah. how do they join? Online. Just go to hslda.org. Push a few buttons, uh, <laughs> drop a little check, and you're in. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. And it's good. That's so if you ever do run into yeah. problems with the law right. um, or with an overaggressive per pupil person or whatever, um, they're there for you. Mm -hmm. You know, oh, they yeah. they step in and I and have I have help. these guys on speed dial just <laughs> in case. When yeah. you have special needs education oh, student, yeah. you an IEP is hard to do. Uh, IEP, yeah. yeah. I've actually dropped my son's IEP just because I didn't want to deal with it anymore. Right. I know a lot of families like that with a you know, disabled child. You know what? I said I have individual it. education plan, which is put together by oh. the county, saying yeah. this is the plan you, they have to meet, the pro progress you have to meet with the mm -hmm. school system, and I just got done with it. it Inside the school system, it makes sense because that child gets special treatment right. and a special education plan. Maybe. But <laughs> yeah, that's the theme. Yeah. Yeah, you know how we, we, we don't, you've picked a great group of people who don't really trust the government <laughs> to get things done, but they say they will. Um, yeah. I, I actually get some benefit from my son's IEP. Um, so he's down to just speech, mm -hmm. which at a high school level is not only speech, it's also communications. Oh, good. So they're, they're actually helping him understand how to answer questions make his own decisions Fabulous. stuff like that and yeah. they're allowing luckily I have some really good um, therapists they let me sit in oh good so I get to watch what they're doing and I get to learn and I can take it home right perfect yeah so then that's the cool thing about homeschooling yeah. If it IEP works for you, you can use it at home. If it right. doesn't work for you, you don't have to use it. So it's super flexible. It's based off of your oh. individual children. Oh, like yeah. my, my oldest has a structured education plan. My middle child is completely unschooled. Mm -hmm. He's unschooled. Google that. I don't actively 
give him any curriculum whatsoever. He's brilliant. He learns on his own. He's self-motivated. He doesn't yeah. need. So it's like you say, an online course or whatever. If he wants Just to take an online class in one thing, then he does that. If he hmm. wants to take an online class in a different thing, then we'll do that. He's completely self-directed. He doesn't need me to step in all the wow. time and say, you know let's what? go this direction. But you know what? When it That's comes good, to though. that, yeah. you know that he's interested. Right. And yeah. he puts his full heart into it. Right. And then he remembers it. The difference yeah. between what when we, when I was in school, you know, I was told you must learn this and this and this. And then I flushed it at the end of the, I mean, I took the test and I flushed it. I, know, yeah. I don't remember any of it. Right. I didn't really start learning. Thinking back on my now. high school years, I can't remember any of it. No. Well, here's what you can do if you homeschool. You can let your kids follow their passions. Yes. Yeah. Like my two oldest kids were really kind of talkers, arguers, kind of like their dad. You know. <laughs> so they became attorneys. We had, well, so both my oldest kids got into speech and debate, mm -hmm. homeschool speech and debate, by the way. Really? My son yeah. ended up going to uh, Georgetown Law School. Oh my gosh, fabulous. My school. daughter, who won three national level awards in homeschool debate, is now a journalist for the Daily Beast in Washington, D.C., and under contract with MSNBC uh, TV. Wow. My, my youngest daughter got interested in Arabic as her high school language. She took three classes at our local community college and then said, Dad, this is too easy. I said, I can solve that problem. <laughs> <laughs> Let me so, make it harder, babe. So we visited a local Arabic church in Northern mm -hmm. Virginia, yeah. And during the introduction time, we said, hey, uh, we're new here, but my daughter would like to find an Arabic-speaking country where she can go and work or volunteer. We got mobbed after the service. Come to my country. No, come to my country. No, come to my country. Oh, result, wow. Result was she got an invitation to teach in Alexandria, Egypt. Yeah at a school run by Christians for special needs Egyptian kids. Wow. That's and this awesome. is in her, her yeah. senior year of high school. Yeah, nice. that's wonderful. Wow. That's the kind of stuff you can do with homeschooling. I mean, you it's can't do that at public school. So no. incredible. I mean, I think we're almost infantilizing our children by not structuring an education yeah. program like this. I mean, think about what a 14-year-old can really do. What can they really do mm -hmm. that we just hold them back by making them go and memorize all this stuff and then regurgitate it and then forget it later. Yeah. It's, it's Or sad. stifle them so they I act know. out when they are. Remember that meme? There's a meme going around where it showed like a like a giraffe and an elephant and a monkey oh, and a fish. Yeah. I love this meme because it's it, the teacher literally says, okay, now we're going to work on swimming today. And they're like, what? Like, we have our own skill sets. Why would we? We're going to drown. You know what I mean? Or like, today we'll learn to fly. And the elephant's like, but that's or really what we'll learn how to climb a tree. And the yeah. fish is like, huh? The fish is like, I don't, I'm going to climb a tree. Yeah. But that's really what we're doing to kids, I yeah. think. Yeah. It is. It's stifling. You're teaching them all to think and act alike and, and it's basically yeah. programming them. It's, it's yeah. actually yeah. programming. Yeah. It, that's it's, literally what it is. Yeah. 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 I, I had a question about, and, and you've talked a little bit about it, but um, assessing your kids as they go along. Mm -hmm. um, in school, obviously, you're tested, uh, constantly quiz tested. Yeah. Then you have uh, counting state-level exams, federal exams, I think now. Um, how do you do that in a homeschool program? And, and how you do you do what? it to conform with? Every once in a while, yeah. I, like, for instance, with the math, I have, um, I love teaching textbooks. When oh, it comes to math, yeah. Yeah. So and, and, there's, and there's math, there's math tests, <laughs> quizzes in there. Mm -hmm. And what I'll do is I'll copy the quiz. I'll photocopy the quiz and have them do the test on the photocopy. And then I'll punch holes and I'll put that in the pol their pol portfolio for the year. Okay. 
Right. Mm. Why don't you just print out the grade book? Let them do it online. That's what I do. You, you know, know it's different ways of that doing it. That online was not always that. That's no. new. But let me oh, give you kind of a yeah. big picture response to that very appropriate question. In the state of Arkansas, the law for many years was that homeschooled kids every year had to take a standardized test, exactly the same test that public school kids had to take. Mm -hmm. There was no way around it. Every single homeschool student had to take exactly the same test the mm -hmm. public school kids took. After a while, they noticed an interesting trend. Every year, the homeschool kids scored higher. Mm -hmm. yeah. As a result, about two mm -hmm. years ago, the Arkansas legislature abolished mandatory testing for homeschool kids. It's embarrassing for the state. Sure. Yeah. You sure. know what I mean? They spend yeah. billions yeah. of dollars on these pro programs and these no child left behinds and these common <laughs> cores and then tons of kids are left behind and kids are falling through the common core crack. Yeah. And if parents really do want to do something, there are testing services out you there. You can do Like it. the Iowa Test to Basic yeah. Skills. Or you can you even can do, do it that. at your local school. Mm -hmm. If you yeah. want your kid to participate in those, you certainly oh, yeah. can do that. I don't test my kids at all. No. I test yeah. them by how they communicate with me. Are they communicating using language that I think is appropriate for their age group? Most of them yeah. communicate at a way higher That's level. That's an awesome idea. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because these kids, I mean, my daughter is, oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, they're, they're Struggling. Little, <laughs> no, she's doing good in school, oh, but when it comes to communicating. It's hard. Yes. Well, that's uh, first the of all, I'm not your bro. I mean, so right. I'm sorry. I, I know. <laughs> I know. I know. Well, plus when I just recently graduated, my my oldest, we went to the co community college, and he took a placement test. Mm -hmm. That's the same as an SAT. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah and they assess so, you and where you yeah. should be placed. You know, right. I find when you know my kids are out and people find out they're homeschooled, they start they get quizzed quite often by yeah. other people. Oh, my yeah. pastor did that to my my oldest son who's Sometimes graduated. Sometimes strangers. Yeah, but my pastor did <laughs> especially them quizzing him and he's he's ch chucking off stuff and then goes, "Who is the fifteenth president of the United States?" I think that was the number. I don't know. It was it was Abraham Lincoln. Abraham Lincoln. Yeah. Because okay. like was that during the Civil War? Yeah. Because he didn't know the number, but he knew about the time is right. like, well, no, <laughs> well, it was, but you know, they went on to this whole thing about the Civil War of why it was a war for states' rights and things yeah. like yeah. going on about right. all the different theories rather than just who the president was. Right, yeah. Like, I yeah. guess you know what yeah. you're doing. And this, my pastor was a teacher also, so he's like, I guess he, he's come around, he used to hate homeschooling, he now loves homeschooling. Oh, yeah. I guess you'll pass. Many <laughs> of my friends who are teachers homeschool their children. Yeah. And even I have friends whose husbands are the teacher and the wives stay home to homeschool the children. Yeah. That's how committed they are to not putting their kids in the very school district that they teach in. Yeah. Yeah. One of you just said something about SATs. Yes. So do they, even being homeschooled, do they have to take the SATs? Only if they're going to go to a specialty university. Mm -hmm. oh, that answered my next if question. They go, <laughs> if they're going to go to a um, like community the, college, then a no, placement test if they're going to like the good. Naval Academy, they... They would take to. that. They would take it over there. All my kids took, took the SAT who, who wanted to go to college. That's a really common thing. Mm -hmm. Right. And if yeah. you look at the data, guess what? Homeschool kids score better than others uh, on the SAT. Of course. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. And they always ask me this question. Well, how are you qualified to educate your children when you, and I, I went to college, but I didn't even graduate from college. How are you qualified with a high school degree to teach your children? And my answer is always the same. Uh, my children aren't having me teach them. They're learning on their own. Yeah. And if I don't have the answer, which most of us don't have the answers, even if we have a PhD mm -hmm. yeah. to other subject areas, I simply find the answer. If yeah. I'm willing to take my kids out of the school system, spend all day with them, 
it's because I care. Yeah. And yeah. I'm not just gonna let it fall by the wayside. These aren't parents who are, even my most laid back friends, their kids are brilliant. One-on-one -on -one education is a completely different beast. God, I wish I would have done this yeah. with my I think, years I, ago I think you, you said it earlier before you were here, you know, you, you, the, the parents learn and grow as well. Oh, right, so I just relearned how to do long division. Yeah. That was so fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, my gosh, this is, this is actually easier than I remember yeah. it being. Yeah. <laughs> I, I discovered that I like to teach literature. Oh, I'd never yeah. done that before, but in our co-op, because I was an English major, I got volunteered to be the literature teacher yeah. and mm -hmm. found out that I loved it. Yeah. yeah, I was an English major too. I don't like it. I only read nonfiction now. <laughs> <laughs> My parents are like, why did you pick that? I'm like, I'm really good at writing essays. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, yeah. Not, not I can't me. do fiction anymore. Yeah. Only nonfiction now. <laughs> <laughs> but another interesting way to look at homeschooling is if you go into a, a typical Maryland county, how many government textbooks will there be in that county system? My God. One? Sure. I expect one. Mm -hmm. If you go to that same county and how many, ask how many different civics textbooks that are in use in that county, you'll probably get 20 or 30. So homeschooling home is an incredibly, an incredibly powerful boost to diversity of thought, diversity ideas, mm -hmm. confrontation, clash of ideas, clash of thoughts, because within our own communities, we think differently, mm -hmm. we teach differently, we have different ways of looking at life. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Mm -hmm. And it's good, I think. I think. I mean, one of my good yeah. friends um, teaches online creationist science class. It's not the kind of science class I put my kid in, but she teaches it, and her kids are still brilliant. One of them is yeah. studying to be a vet now. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. I mean, this, yeah. This, is, this is what I think is important. You know, what you think is best for your child is best for your child. Yeah. Right. You're the parent. No one loves your child more than you do. No, no mm -hmm. one in this world loves your child more than you do. And mm -hmm. so uh, homeschooling to me is just an extension of that. Not having, like there are countries, uh, my husband's from Turkey. In Turkey, homeschooling is illegal. You really? Yeah. In Germany, homeschooling is illegal. You cannot homeschool. The government doesn't trust you. Wow. Because they want control of what your child thinks. Yeah. yeah. And they can't risk losing control of an entire society mm -hmm. and, and having a society where everybody has a gun in their closet. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just recently yeah. there was that German family here in America that was seeking asylum for religious, yeah. well, for educational purposes. Yeah. They, they were rejected. This, yeah. was, this was like three or four years ago. Right. Yeah, it was very sad. That was the Romeike family. Yeah, yeah, they were persecuted. Yeah. But they just helped them. Right. And they, wow. and, and they were sent back. They were deported. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. very no, sad. Yeah, that the, was the, the Romaicas, I believe, are still in America. Did they still get they got out of Because yeah. right? I yeah. remember they were supposed to be deported. There was some kind of like a suspension of their deportation order. Oh, they don't good. have like full citizenship status. Right. But all efforts to deport them were ceased. Oh, I'm so glad to hear oh, that because I remember yeah. when the, an they article were, came out that said they're, they need they're going to be deported. Yeah, I was, was like, they're oh pending de deportation. Yeah, yeah, that's so that's so scary. I think in Sweden. If, if when your child is five, you say you're going to homeschool, that's the only time it's legal. If you've put your child in their first day kindergarten, you're done. You can never take yep. them back out again. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it there are a lot of people in this country that, that think along the same lines. And if, if, if given the power, they'll, they'll do it. And, yeah. and you guys will be out of business, basically. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah, they so would yeah. have, I mean, that's where they would have a, a long fight. Yeah, a lot of yeah. homeschoolers are very pro-Second Amendment. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> for obvious reasons. Yeah. So, so, yeah, we're, we're the not the only ones guarding our door yeah. with a shotgun. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, no, no, we're not alone. Yeah, no, no it's, but, it's uh, a popular. No, there are. I mean, uh, and, and you, I'm sure you guys fully know that fully well. 
full yeah. realm. And that's why we have uh, like the Homeschool Legal, legal Defense, uh, HSDLA, right. to help us. And we have Lauren <laughs> going in there. I'm not even going to try and say it. It's always <laughs> Yeah. And Lauren there with her um, parental yeah. rights fight. Yeah, yes. there'll be yeah. multiple legislators now. I oh, mean, yeah. We've got Neil Perry. He homeschools his kids. Now we have Dan Cox out in Frederick. He's coming. He's oh, moving cool. there as well mm -hmm. with his eight kids. They homeschool. So he there will elected. be. Wow. He got elected. Yes, he did. <laughs> yes, Dan <laughs> Cox. We're both going to be, I think, on judiciary. So, um, so yeah. that will be good. So good. there will be at least, that's, that's the three that I'm aware of that, that have our families with us and we homeschool. So freedom is very annoying if you want to control people. Yeah. Sure. I mean, yeah. home, homeschoolers honestly irritate people just because they're free. Yes, and that is absolutely. very aggravating to a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. it's the biggest yeah. biggest threat to them. You yeah. know, when my kids were in the so. public school, that was the the one thing that they tried to drill into me. Once the kids entered those doors, they were in belonged. charge of them. They belonged oh, to yeah. them. Belonged to them. I couldn't go. You're not in the military. They. I couldn't go visit their classroom. I had a, There was a, yeah. There was a reason why my oldest referred to middle school as prison. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And um, that's how we felt. And I mean, just from a legal kind of perspective, they're yeah. allowed to make decisions for your children when they're when your children are on premises without you. And they're that's allowed why to I legally. took my special needs out. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It's scary. You're giving up, in my opinion, way too much liberty yeah. putting your kids in public school. And I even have friends where the the mom works full time during the week and kids are with grandma and she homeschools her kids on the weekends when she's home. She's that committed to not putting her kids into the system. So yes. I met a family at a, at a homeschool conference once and they, they walked up to the HSLDA table with like just really thick glasses and these white canes with the red on the tip and they said uh, my wife and I are both legally blind but we're homeschooling our kids. Awesome. Nice. Wow. And yeah. I, I just had to salute him. Yeah. yeah. And you know what? If, if people who are legally blind can homeschool their kids, yeah. the level of parental dedication to right. the kids is just amazing. Yeah. I think when it comes to homeschooling, um, it has more to do with heart mm -hmm. than education. I mean, right. there's so much... There's so much there's so many resources out there that can compensate for any any level of education, but nothing can compensate for heart. No. Do you know of anybody that, even after their kids have graduated, are still homeschooling other kids? It's not legal in the yeah. state of Maryland. It's not? It's not. You have, that to, stinks. You have to either be a grandparent <laughs> I'm or interested. parent. I don't want to start yeah. homeschooling. Uh, time out, time out. That's actually not, that's actually not correct. Oh, really? Oh. That's actually not correct. Okay. Now, but we, we, we have to clear up the lingo here. Yeah. Okay. okay. So... You never say you're homeschooling someone's kids, mm -hmm. but once the person who's legally responsible for that child files the right paperwork, anyone can teach the child. Mm -hmm. For example, let's say there's a 16-year-old and their parents file the homeschool paperwork, they can put them in community college full-time. Parents mm -hmm. do zero teaching. That's totally yep. legal. Yeah. The parents are still homeschooling that child. Parents right. are legally responsible, but once filing the paperwork is done, you can pick whatever teacher you want for your kids. That, yeah, so that, you that's got it. a sub subject area it's, expert. Yeah, it's, so it's private a, tutors, yeah. private tutors, yeah. grandparents. Yeah, grandparents. Yeah. yeah, grandparents are in the in the normal umbrella, though. I think of our law, but there's also something that says you have to be the primary 
instructor. We're going to have to talk when this session yeah. is over. Um. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, is that, that an older version of the law? What um, that's probably a version of the law massaged by local public educators. Ah, oh. so that's the version filtered through whoever the person yeah. was. So here's, yeah. here's the un unadulterated version. Uh, Maryland uh, Education Code 3-701 says a child must go to public or private school or, um, or otherwise receive quote, regular thorough instruction. That's right. So, regular thorough instruction can be obtained many ways. Right. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter who. Oh, In Maryland, the emphasis is not on who does the teaching. Interesting. The emphasis is not on the result. The emphasis is that regular thorough instruction is provided. And okay. all the regulations have been designed around that concept. Mm. So don't let anybody tell you that only certain people wow, can teach, or parents have to teach a certain percent. That's an absolute myth. Wow, that's very common though amongst homeschool moms. Right. I think we've all heard that like a thousand times, that the only people allowed to, to technically yeah. educate your children, I mean you can obviously send your kids to as many classes as you want, yeah. but if you're reviewing through the county and you've got like English lit and science and whatever, you're according to them was supposedly that you were a grandparent had to be the, the one that was actually primarily teaching yeah. them you couldn't be saying science and they go to Eden Mill Nature Center and that's their whole science curriculum so okay let me burst another bubble yeah <laughs> <laughs> I love it this is great because now I'm going to tell Scott, everybody thanks for COVID man. <laughs> <laughs> you need some water Scott no you don't even have to tell them who's teaching your kids yeah that's yep. true all you have to do <clears throat> is present the portfolio of the child's work, right. the child's yeah. textbooks. You're not even required to identify the teachers. Wow, that's good to okay. know. Yeah. So I've never actually, actually as a scenario, it, say um, Donna here wanted to go back to work because she had to. She can actually send her kids over to my house and they could do their homework with my kids. Wow. And Absolutely. Yeah. So that, that is, that's fabulous. Thank you for bursting that bubble. I know. Yeah. This is a very common misconception. <laughs> it is. Yeah, it is. Because if, if even I thought that that was the way, and I feel like I read the law in its no, entirety. One, one county mm. was trying to establish the myth that parents had to do 80% of the teaching. Mm. I challenged them on it. I defied them on that. And they backed down. Every single time, anywhere in Maryland, they've tried to trot out that myth. I have defied them, and they have backed down. Wow, okay. that's so good awesome. to know. Yes. We'll, we'll, we'll make a post about it in our yeah. in our Facebook group to let me make sure other parents know about that. If we didn't know about it, nobody knows about it, I'm yeah. sure, except for this lovely gentleman right Scott. here. Yeah, Scott. <laughs> yeah. Scott knows everything. He can be the other half of our brain from now on. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Scott's going on a speed dial. Well, yeah. I was yeah. Like, shoot, Scott, what other myths can you burst now? I, mean, I, know, uh, I know, I know. Scott, I know. the Mythbuster. <laughs> So how many states do you cover? Okay, here's another myth since oh, yeah. you mentioned it. <laughs> umbrellas are a great option. Some umbrellas are under the misconception that they have to do a portfolio review for all the kids in the umbrella. Right. Mm. They don't. Okay. Now they can if they want to, mm -hmm. but they don't have to ape what the public school board does. Right. Public school, if you're under county supervision, you do have to submit to a portfolio review. If you're under an umbrella, you have to follow that umbrella's policy, mm -hmm. and an umbrella can have a policy of requiring a portfolio review, or they cannot do it. They're totally yeah. at liberty. Mine doesn't do a portfolio review. She, she meets the adults only, the parents only, Mine once a year. Does yeah, it goes but through the, what, what have you covered? She doesn't ask us anything. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Mine does, but it go, they, it's 
parents reviewing parents. Oh, I like that the peer to peer review. Yeah, cool. it's yeah. Um, it's very stress free. Yeah, and it's gotten to it's gotten to the point where I found so many of my friends who go through the same umbrella that we just you know get to together, have some wine. Yeah, yeah. sure. You're well, the best your kids. The, yeah. the, the, the best kind of accountability is friendship accountability. You put two or three or four homeschool moms together who become friends. Mm -hmm. Just the very fact that they are friends and that they talk and have coffee once in a while and chat, that creates the most powerful accountability system you could imagine. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Friendship accountability. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's real freedom. It's what America was founded on. How does yeah, somebody go about that wants to homeschool? How do they go about finding different umbrellas? Through the, research through the Facebook groups. I yeah, mean, you could just okay. search Maryland. Yeah, un whatever un county the person is in. I do have a list put out by the Maryland State mm -hmm. on their Department of Education website, I think, of approved umbrella schools. Mm -hmm. okay. um, but I would recommend them finding a friend that's homeschooling right. and finding out what umbrellas they use. Yeah. They Talk to actual people. Yeah, and we'll if they don't have a friend, go on Facebook. Well, yeah. right. And that leads me to another question, you know, because you guys do the co-op. Mm -hmm. So can somebody that is not homeschooling yet but is thinking about it come to one of the, the co-op sessions mm -hmm. to and just watch and see? Oh, absolutely. Really Encourage that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Can somebody that's not even homeschooling but is interested, somebody yeah. like me, come along? Absolutely. Yeah. Come. Yeah. Yes, please. Yeah. Can we get the kids on a podcast? <laughs> With parental consent, two-party consent in Maryland. <laughs> they don't want the kids on podcasts. They won't shut up. Yeah. Oh, that's the thing with homeschool. My husband's like, babe, I can never talk to you at dinner because they just don't stop talking. <laughs> Sometimes we don't even call them for dinner. We quietly eat dinner without them so that we can have a real conversation without them being, what about this? What about this? You know, during the last presidential election, there was a lot of topics around the... Oh the, goodness! The, yeah, that was quite exciting. The, um, yeah, dinner table. Yeah, and it was interesting hearing the children's perspectives because yeah. I have older children from right. teenagers yeah. down to twelve that I'm homeschooling. So, hearing their perspective of what they've heard or what they're yeah. reading or what they're doing and being able to say, "You heard wrong," right. <laughs> or yeah. you're, what you're hearing isn't the full extent of it. Yeah. And go here oh, and find it and come back. Right. Yeah. Research it. Yes. And this yeah. is we're just looking at the headlines. Oh, yeah. Homeschoolers are big. You know, I'm not going to tell you what to think. You need to go and research yeah. it. Yeah. 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 So. Where my son got his real training for being a lawyer was around our dinner table, where my daughter got her real training for being a TV and print journalist was around our dinner table. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's funny, even because my daughter, well, she's a junior this year, but in public school. Which, mm -hmm. And she wanted to go to that. Because me and my wife talked about it in school, but my daughter insisted she wanted to go to that. Just remember, you're the parent. Oh, that's I know. right. The yeah. buck stops with you, Dad. Uh, well, I don't know. I'm, I'm, so far, I'm losing the argument about, you know, after graduation, you're going into the military or college. What do you mean, military? <laughs> <laughs> you got a choice. <laughs> so, but. But with conversations, it, it seems like, because I'll pick her up from school, and school, and school, and school, okay, that's about it. Right. But yet, when we sit down at the dinner table, oh, good Lord. <laughs> yeah. It's either when we sit down at the dinner table, or my wife and I decide to go to bed, then she comes in, and then she wants to tell, to tell us everything. everything about her day. Yeah. 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 It takes yeah. her that long to deprogram. and Yeah. all the dates happening to that. process I, I think through right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I think yeah. you're right. It does take a time to deprogram. Yeah. 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 But you, you know, talking about the last presidential election, because the stuff they heard in school mm -hmm. and 
it's like no that's not the way it is you have you're going by what other people are telling you right. who's just looking at the headlines yeah, i know you know and the headlines usually and some of the other stuff that oh, went yeah. on which really irritated me with her and i told her to research it and i told her i said you know too many people want to make some or they want to convict somebody and say they're guilty right away Mm-hmm. When there's no proof out there yet, I know you got to research it. Today, it people are functioning scary. on emotions only, yeah, it is. which is why homeschooling is probably in the crosshairs because people feel in their hearts that it doesn't make sense. They feel that our kids can't be as educated as their public yes. school educated. Well, that's because the media connects homeschooling with the recluse abusive families right like the media the f- has a huge, family has a huge in california role. right we had a we had a bill yeah. last cycle or the yes. cycle before about specifically that, that yeah. they were making a bill to try and force home inspections of yeah. every homeschooling family in the state yeah <laughs> and then us over here like yeah, sure <laughs> come on <Yeah>. in <laughs> and that's why we have lauren on the running for, for yeah. office and winning yeah so parental rights are, are are everything if you don't have a right to protect your own children you have nothing left no, you've you no. lost everything yeah. yeah so it's right up there against the first and second amendment that's right that's it is. right yeah and and the courts have proven time and time again that um, that your children are yours. Yeah. Um, thank goodness. Yeah. I mean, it, it can always change, especially in a state like this. Um, uh, yeah. We just hope that it doesn't. We just hope that it doesn't. And if it if it starts to look that way, we'll we'll be like tree huggers chaining ourselves to trees, and then we'll be chaining ourselves to the courts in front of the court <laughs> stoop. <Yeah>. Nope. <laughs> and, and you know that we'll be out there with our kids. With our gorgeous kids. Yeah. Not in school. How many times my kids are in public and somebody says, oh, do you have off school today? And I go, my, my children don't go to school. And they're like, oh. I love my, my 12-year-old. I got them in a sweatshop working. <laughs> you know what? A couple, a couple yeah. years ago, um, my family uh, took a field trip to the... Um, to a um, what was it? <laughs> Blank. Did it have a flag outside? Oh my goodness, no. It was a two. Oh, it's a two-way rally down in an hour. It was a very memorable field trip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a two-way rally, and yeah. not a single person asked me. Why aren't your kids in school? Right. Because every single one know. of them said, this is such a great field trip. Why didn't I think of it? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, I've yeah. Ta- I, Have I taken my kids down to Annapolis? I don't know if I've... Well, I've taken my baby because when I would go lobby and I had a baby, I <coughs> brought my newborn with me. Because some of these bills were too important to leave it up to the B-string. So yeah. I showed up with my tiny baby and sat out in the, in the lobby nursing my baby because wow. some of these bills were so important. And my husband came with me and he sat there all day with me for my three minutes just to let them know yeah. what about parental rights we were we were really about to give away. Well, no one can can argue that you're not a parent. I know. Look <laughs> at me. I literally brought my baby <laughs> into your hearing room and I waited here all day to tell you my three minutes of, yeah. please don't destroy our state any more than y'all already have. <laughs> now, speaking about, you know, People asking the kids, why aren't you in school? My 12-year-old's like, we're homeschooled. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Even my son's starting to get into the habit of rolling his eyes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's hard not to after the 50th person yeah. asks you and or insinuates you're not The other educated. big question is, yeah. we really don't do grades in homeschool. Oh, I mean, that's uh, another thing. Yeah, what yeah. grade are you in? 
Well, what's oh, oh, my kids have no idea what grade they're in. Uh, they grade, have no idea. I my, don't know. My youngest well, in English lit, I'm in seventh grade, but in math. <laughs> my, my youngest will give the same lecture. Well, in math, I'm in such and such, and in English, I'm in such and such. Yeah, because they all progress at their own, you know, based yeah. off of their own skill set. Well, yeah, see, so they, they just busted be. that myth on me because I always thought there was grades. All right. Well, let me, let me <laughs> there is on the paperwork. Well, no, I mean, like you're in fifth grade, sixth grade, and all that. Yeah. There's one point where grades do actually matter, and that is for the um, the National Merit Scholarship qualifying program. Mm -hmm. Okay. Because when you take the PSAT in your 11th grade year, mm -hmm. that's the year you can qualify for this amazing program where you can get lots of big scholarships. I know because that's how my two oldest kids financed their education. Wow. But the score only counts if you can back up with documentation that the child was in 11th grade when they took it. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah, okay. High school. Yeah. High school yeah. is important to right. have grades because once you hit 10th grade, no, 9th grade, it's a, it's a time. It's a time right. limit. You have four years and then... Right, and then you're an adult. ...to get them ready Both for together. college. With... Or Whatever they're going to Life do. skills. With yeah. that, you know, uh, and graduating, because I, I think the county schools require a certain amount of community service hours. Oh. Is it to say, now, Donna, I know your kids get a lot of community <laughs> service hours, but is that a her, requirement her kids, for homeschooling? My, her so. kids compensate for my kids. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> no, so no. In, in, in a homeschool program, the parent is the principal. Okay. And the parent is the person who's going to sign the diploma, the parent is the person who decides if the child has done what they need to get their high school diploma. Mm -hmm. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we don't have any. My kids are very helpful because we live on a farm. <laughs> well, my Go kids. on outside. Talk about good education my, yeah, right there. Like Go clean the coop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, I was running for office this last election cycle, and my kids um, had great civics lessons. The whole elections. I was going to say they were at, oh, they yeah. were out around everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> they were out door knocking. Yeah. They were uh -huh. out putting the polls for me. Yeah. Um, so they and they were able to yeah. talk to people about well, why aren't you in school? That's well, right. I am in school right now. I'm learning civics. Yeah, yeah. You're part of my classroom. Congratulations. Yes. <laughs> yes. You are my subject area today. <laughs> yeah. God. Oh, it's cool. Oh, so you know when it, when it came to. Um, when it came to preparing for graduating my uh, my oldest this last spring, I was very fortunate to discover that um, the college was actually getting together and addressing the public on how to graduate your homeschooler oh, cool. and get really? them prepared for college. And it wasn't just the community college; it was there was a speaker from uh, another university. I want to say. Maryland State University and there were speakers of homeschoolers who have graduated five of their kids successfully yes yeah. huh. and if it wasn't for that um, sit down I would have I would have been clueless yeah that's good to know so and I, I you know what I will look into it I want to say that they do that every year Wow. Some some yeah. colleges have admissions counselors, mm -hmm. and part of their job is specifically to help homeschool kids who are in the admissions process. Yeah. These are counselors who kind of understand yeah. how homeschooling works in that state, right. mm -hmm. and they work with those families. Yeah. A lot of colleges want more homeschoolers. They do. Oh, they yeah. love them. I called. My daughter was worried. You know, she wanted she wanted to study. This was one month. She wanted to study ornithology at Cornell, and so mm -hmm. I just called them, yeah. and I said. 
my daughter wants to know what you would be looking for if she decided to apply to Cornell. Mm -hmm. And the woman said, oh my gosh, we love homeschoolers. Um, she's like, we, you know, your kids tend to um, already come into college knowing what they want to study, which mm -hmm. is, which means not wasted money. Because yeah. a lot of kids come into college and they have no idea what they want to study. I mean, I started out as a political science major and then switched over to English literature. <laughs> and now I'm a politician, so whatever. <laughs> so a young woman in the co-op that my wife and I ran got into Cornell and graduated from Cornell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were very, very nice about it. And they were, yeah. and, and my daughter, I put it on speakerphone so she could hear the whole conversation. And she was like, how old is your daughter? I said, 11. <laughs> she said, so a few more years then. I said, just a couple, but I just wanted her to feel comfortable with her decision to keep yeah. homeschooling. So thank you for answering my questions. And you know, we'll call you back in a decade. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's, it's there are options out there. Some of the some of the big schools really. Well, you know, homeschoolers are able to explore their options, find their right. passions, find out where right. they want to go, as opposed yeah. to following and what they're school. good at. Find what they're mm -hmm. what they're naturally inclined towards, and they'll yeah they'll be really value added to that industry because they they have an aptitude for it yeah. that maybe right. is different than right. other kids. And it could start even younger than eleven. It, I think my youngest was ten when he said he wanted to go into robotics. So yeah. we joined the robotics league. And wow. then he decided, you know, it's fun, but I don't think I want to do this as, for the rest of my life. I'm like, okay. Yeah, it's good. They can try it out. Yeah. I know. My daughter as well. She said, ornithology is good, but a lot of birds die. I'm like, that's so true, honey. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, it's also kind of sad. I'm yeah. like, yeah, very observant. Yeah. <laughs> One of my daughters got into rescue squad work, and she decided she wanted to be on the rescue squad. Wow. And so we changed her school schedule. This is while she was a junior in high school. So she could go through the entire... Um, uh, paramedic program offered by lo our local volunteer rescue squad mm -hmm. and yeah. when she finished and got her paramedic certificate she was the youngest paramedic um, oh. in our county. Oh wow. Yeah. And that was before graduating high school. And yeah. you couldn't have done that if she went to public school. Oh, no, no, not at all. No. no. The other thing, we travel two months out of the year out of the country. Yeah. So, and we don't do it when it's the hottest time of the year in the summer and also the most expensive. Who would want to travel then? Nice. We do it in usually September, late August, September, oh. and October. It's the best time to travel, I think, um, in the majority of the yeah. countries that, Everybody's that we go coming to. Everybody's coming home from those areas. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and it's such a gift because then we can teach, you know, for history-wise, I mean, the things oh, that you yeah. can teach... You know, by actually taking your kids to Troy, which is what we did last year. So much better than um, oh, Wow. It's, it's really better. Yeah. My husband's from Turkey, so we spend a lot of time traveling in that region. We went to the <laughs> Republic of Georgia oh, last wow. year and uh, Greece the year nice. before that. I just finished reading the Aeneid with a book club composed of homeschool graduates. That's why uh, yeah. <laughs> kind of jingled yeah, with me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a very, very... And in your mind, when you read the, you know, the Iliad and the Odyssey, right, you're thinking like, Troy must be this huge... And then you get there and you're like, Oh, <laughs> very, quite a quick little town this really is. <laughs> it's really quite petite, actually. Yeah. But back then it was a huge metropolis. Yeah, yeah. it must yeah. not have taken that many guys to breach that wall. <laughs> it was, uh, but it really puts it into perspective for you because you, the, what you read in literature is oh, yeah. just so grand. And, and then my kids get well, there and they're like, this is kind of dinky. I'm like, no, guys. Scott, His Trojan horse was a matchbox. Yeah, literally. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They were like, this is small. How many men did they say? I'm like, it's a theory. Yeah, they were elves. The <laughs> yeah. They the were, yeah, men, scholars, men smaller. The idea of scholars over-exaggerating. Yeah. yeah, I know. Who would have thought? I yeah, know. I know, I know. Such a new concept. Yeah, and we also visited um, Chinacale, where the um, 
where Gallipoli, the Gallipoli thing oh, occurred. Wow. World War One. Yeah, 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 World War One. So that was very interesting. Wow. And we got to go. So in Turkey, each um, country that participated in that, um, no matter which side they were on, have their own grave site. So I had the kids look at the grave site. We drove to each one and figure out like what, what religion was the, was the majority of the country because you would either see like crosses or you would see moons and stars or sometimes you would see stars of David. It was a very interesting wow. um, thing. And yeah, very, well, I want to go to Turkey. Now is the time, dear, because one dollar <laughs> turns into six Turkish lira when you get off the plane. So there is no, and their five star hotels are so like the only, ten star hotels here. The only place wow. I would be rich. You would be very, you'd be a millionaire <laughs> stepping off the plane there right now. Yep. So take a lot of your soups with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and beard oil. And beard oil. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's oh, probably sell really good over there. I knew one homeschool family whose project was to get in a motorhome and visit all 50 states. Oh, cool. Oh, yeah. That would be awesome. I knew yeah. another family whose program was cruising the Caribbean. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute, I got a question now. How mm-hmm. did they get that motor home to Hawaii? <laughs> <laughs> no, they had to load it onto a... <laughs> yeah. That's a good question. Yeah, in Alaska. I mean, paddle boat. Paddle well, Alaska, boat. you can drive up to. Yeah, yeah. you can. Yeah. You can drive. Yeah. It just takes a long time. Yeah, you can but see the, Russia from there, too. But that's, that's, <laughs> that's what I've heard. Well, well, my dad was on Kodiak Island as a listening station back in the 40s before it was a state. So. Wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. But the things you can do when you homeschool are just mind-blowing. Yeah. It is. Yeah, I mean, months months out of the year, we're mm-hmm. not here. I mean, that's. Yeah. I wonder if I can steal my niece's kids so I can homeschool. <laughs> I know. It's, I'm serious. I'm just listening. It's, it's like, limitless. It's God, limitless. God, I wish I would have. And it's tailored to each child. This. So you can imagine. Yeah. You know, if your kids. Like, I, I actually use Singapore math with my daughter, okay. which huh? is actually what k- k- Common Core is, like, kind of based off of. Is that, mm. that same kind of structure? Okay. And she does well with it. Yeah. But I wouldn't use it for my son because he wouldn't do well with it. No. And that's the yeah. flexibility of it. You know, yeah. you don't have to use Singapore. Singapore math is a, is a math curriculum that was sort of created in Singapore and very, very effective um, if, with a certain brain type and certain learning type. Not super effective with all children. I mean, it's actually the way I learn math. Okay. So, but I was terrible at math when I was in elementary school because <laughs> that's how learned. I learned math and no one taught it to me that yeah. way. They, they yeah. didn't have Singapore math. But could you imagine if the, the kid who's super bright and adds in their head all the time, they don't need Singapore math. It teaches you this, sort of these structured mechanisms. They don't need it. They already have it inside their right. brain. So yeah. you're telling that kid in public school every day, you're bad at math, even though the kid's brilliant. But yeah. he has to do it this way or he fails. That's a terrible idea. Yeah. I mean, one well, size fits all is cruel. You know, it what, is. You know, my one daughter is very brilliant in math. And um, they switched in Hartford County to everyday math. I don't know if they used it still or not. Mm. And she lost it. She just couldn't mm. work with it because it, all the stupid stuff they had to do with the... Yeah. Um, Takes longer to solve a the, problem. The lattice oh. division and... <laughs> I, I don't have... That makes no sense to me either. And yeah. I'm with her. Yeah. yeah. And she would... And then my one daughter loved it. And I said, well, you got to learn it the old-fashioned way now because it's not. It's going to take you 20 minutes to do this when I can do it in two minutes. You gotta, yeah. You're smart. You just are lazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes that happens, too. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, she, was, she had learned this lattice way of doing division or whatever with this, and I just... Think yeah. of how, how much pencil lead they go through. On paper. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Horrible. Horrible. Such my youngest does math in his head. Right. And... It would get it would get to the point where he wouldn't he wouldn't do any of his he wouldn't do write any of it out he'd just right. write the answer I'm like okay 
when you get to college, right. they're going to want to see your work. Right, right. <laughs> and it took like, it almost took a year for him to realize, okay, I got to do my work. Right, I know, because it slows them down. It does. It does. They yeah. actually have to slow down their, their thinking. They have to go back. Okay, how did I get there? Yeah, yeah, that's hard. It and is. in public school, he would have failed. Molded oh, yeah. And told that he I'm was pretty bad sure that in public school, that's why they were they were keeping him behind because he wouldn't put he wouldn't put his work down yeah was the answer right you know? i'd be 50 percent off if i didn't do do Go show my way. work like yeah. i had to watch him and make sure he wasn't using a calculator because you're like how did he figure that out just all up there but yeah. some kids are just really brilliant at my that. older brother never made it past ninth grade but he, he was a walking calculator right and when my daughter was i think it, she was in eighth or ninth grade she was asking me about how to solve these math problems. I said, I have no idea. I said, call TT. TT will know. Mm -hmm. So she did. And he told her, well, that ain't the way we're supposed to do it, TT. What do you uh -huh. mean, that ain't the way? That's the, that's the answer. Yeah. Well, that's, but we have to do it. I don't care how you're supposed to do it. Yeah. Well, then, <laughs> yep, <laughs> yep. <laughs> Teachers, colorful if they have a problem, yes. Yeah. They can yeah. call me because they don't yeah. know what. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. Lyle yeah. knows my bro how my brother was. <laughs> well, <laughs> but he's like, it's, it's terrible. <laughs> it's <laughs> terrible. It's criminal what they're doing. Like, it, is. You know, it is. With this, the Common Core, from what I see, they want to give different strategies to different to children to learn differently. Right. Which, yeah. in and of itself, isn't bad. Theoretically, yeah. that makes sense, right? But yeah. if they're teaching a particular strategy and you don't want to do that because you don't know how to do it a different way. It works best for you. You would not be marked down for not doing it the way they wanted it to be done. Yeah, mm -hmm. but in Common Core you are. Right, I'm saying in Common yeah. Core you'd be... You, you must do it this way yeah. or or you fail. Yeah. Um, Even though you have the right answer, that's not how you... Who are our scientists going to be? Who will, who will go into science if the most brilliant mathematician minds that we have today are being told every day at school that they're not smart and they, they can't do math? Yeah. I mean, it's really scary. Mm -hmm. It's almost like they planned it like that. Almost. Just saying. That's <laughs> just almost like I've, what it feels like. I've been at, I've been out at the I've I've been at a fast food restaurant, and my oldest has actually had to help the cashier get oh, out change. change it. Right. Because they couldn't. Right. When that right. little machine went down, they couldn't figure it out. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Well, the machine doesn't come up with the yeah. how That's much to give you. That's the future. You. Yeah. We're leaving to our homeschool kids. I know. I know. I know. It's very scary. I mean, luckily yes. we have a, a growing population, and they're out-of-the-box thinkers. And yeah. I'm hopeful that, you know, they'll be able to sort of take over, and, and then the kids that really missed the boat on a lot of things are going to be able to learn. I mean, the human mind is incredible. And it oh, compensates yeah. for things that it lacks once it sees that there's an option. No matter the age. So, no, exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, I did a, most of my learning that's useful to me today As after I finished mom. college. Yeah, after yeah. I got out of college. Yeah, so. Um, I learned more stuff since I got out of school than right. what is in school. Right. Yeah. I don't even remember yeah. the purpose of most of the classes I mean, I that I took. I'm always taking classes, webinars, whatever. Yeah. And uh, my one of my nephews asked me before, he said, why? It doesn't matter what you do, learning never stops. Yeah, exactly. So, you know what I never remember stop. of high school? Mm. I remember the classes I was kicked out of. I remember. Oh, that. yeah. I remember the woods. I, yeah, exactly. Exactly. I remember, I remember coming the, in late. I remember the teachers yelling, 
why are you looking outside there at the rain? What's so interesting about that? Yeah. Yeah. The answer was, the rain's a whole lot more interesting than what you're talking about. Yes, exactly. Yeah. 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 The funny thing, because I, I admit I did not do good in school. I, I didn't want to be in school. I was going to be a rock star. Oh. Yeah, that's what I wanted to do. And I quit my senior year. Yeah. I went mm-hmm. into the Marine Corps. Yeah, yeah. I learned more then. Talk about school. life experience. But the yeah. funny yeah. thing is, one of my teachers, and I think I got a D or E in his class, has actually been on a podcast now. <laughs> and we're going to start doing some ones on history because he was the history teacher. Yeah. And me and Bilal are going to do the ones on history. He's retired now, oh, so yeah. he can't fail me or send me to the <laughs> yeah. office. So. Yeah, I spent a lot of time in the office. <laughs> I, was, I was mediocre at best. Yeah. 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 My mom always thought I was, you know, a genius, <laughs> a secret genius. <laughs> uh, my dad was like, it looks like you're just, you know, pretty, pretty average. <laughs> Actually, I went through public school and then when I graduated, my parents were like, that didn't turn out right. And they sent my siblings to private school after that. They, they learned yeah. from you. They were like, that's not what we expected. So, and they bought into a really ritzy school district oh, for wow. that purpose alone to send their kids to a nice blue ribbon Howard County public school. And then I got through and they were like, well, that was a waste of a lot of money. <laughs> Shoot, I guess we'll have to put our kids in private school. Well, and that they was did. before homeschooling yeah. was... Well, my aunt homeschooled, right? So, and everybody in the family teased her. She had six kids. They were military. They moved all around. And every time they'd move somewhere with, you know, they couldn't always pick their school districts. So, sometimes yeah. they'd move places and she would homeschool the kids. And my mom was like, oh, yeah, that's not going to turn out well. Like, oh, my God, they're going to be so unsocialized. They're going to be so odd. It, doctors and lawyers, all of them. Yeah. My mother-in-law was the same way when I started homeschooling. And I am happy to announce that this is the third time I've proven her wrong. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. I love her. I love her dearly. I talk to her um, more than I talk to my mother. Yeah. And I'm still very proud to prove her wrong every time. Yeah, yeah, there I know. There was a family in Virginia who pulled their kids out of public school to homeschool, and the, the public school official who kind of processed their paperwork said, boy, that's so bad you're preparing your kids to be garbage collectors. Oh, really? What? They make $80,000 a year, so well, yeah, that's, that's a sweet income. What are they talking about? All four of her sons turned out to either uh, be graduates of a military academy or have PhDs in various engineering sciences. Yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. wow. Yeah, sad. But that's what you're going to get from a lot of people. I mean, I've heard and things. it's not true. No, I've heard horrible stuff mm-hmm. said on the record by our legislators in Annapolis about homeschool children, oh. how they're how they're weird and that's why we homeschool them so they shouldn't be allowed to do activities well, with public school kids. That's what? Number, yes. number one, the best of us are weird. That's right. That's right. That's one thing I would like no, to no, have. I only weird know in a good one way. weird one in this group. <laughs> I do think we should be allowed to have our children participate in some of the public school after school activities. It would That's be one nice. thing that yeah. I would like we to will see. Not no matter what, we're paying taxes. They do in that. Pennsylvania now. Yeah, Maryland and Pennsylvania are two different beasts, though. We, we have a, 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 the makeup of our legislature makes passing a law like that, I'd say, impossible. But it is if a I'm little frustrating because even homeschooling parents pay school taxes. Right, we have per mm-hmm. pupil funding, and that's so why they don't. Parti- they don't want us to. Yeah. They they are angry at us. They see us as people who are anti-school, anti-public school, anti-teacher because we take our kids out. They lose per pupil funding, and well, we're so we're not anti-teacher. I mean, even in the public school system, we're I pro-education. I found some Real of the education. best teachers. 
Right. The kind of teachers who would stay after school right. to help yeah. that one student. Yeah. Or spend money out of their own pocket. They always do. I know. But and there are as some the years, teachers there. As the oh, years yeah, progressed, I kept teachers. seeing more of the teachers being frustrated over what the politicians were telling them what they couldn't do. Right, exactly. So it was yes. more like their hands were being tied behind oh, their backs. Are. Right, absolutely. And I felt like it was more the politicians were teaching my kids instead of the teachers. Mm, that's exactly what's happened. You're right. So I don't think... I think to those people, we're not anti-teachers. Right. We're anti-public school. Right. Well, it's in my, <clears throat> it's in my best interest for public schools to be the best they can be, mm -hmm. yeah. because a public school graduate is probably going to be my doctor. Yeah. <clears throat> a public school graduate yeah. is probably going to be my tax accountant or the guy checking over my teeth. Right. Or the guy running the business down the street. Right. It's in my best interest to care for public schools to be the best they can be. Yeah. yeah. And I think if they did allow children, and this is what I said in my testimony when I testified for that bill, it's, it's come up a couple times now, um, that don't you want us as people that live in the community to buy into our our schools? Yeah. So if our kids are going there to attend things, you know, we're then even more part of the, the school community because our kids attend, you know, mm -hmm. maybe they, they're on the choir or maybe yeah. they are on the soccer team, you know, and, and there are models in other states where it's done. And unfortunately, um, the responses you get back are, and it's only going to get worse now with the new t types of people that have been elected. And oh, we're not going to yeah. see an improvement in this. It's going to gonna go the other direction. Yeah. Um, wow. And yeah. that's all I want is for to let the teachers be teachers. I know. Let teachers them teach. became teachers yeah. because they wanted to, because they have that heart. I yeah. know uh, one of a very good teacher that retired because he was done with the bullshit. Yeah, I know <laughs> many, <laughs> many, many. I know the the good the good ones the good ones are leaving, and 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 the turnover rate's a lot higher. Retention yeah. is difficult. It is. You know, we were. You know. They didn't get, I think, COLA increases out here for like nine years Ooh, in this wow. county. We were losing teachers in this county mm -hmm. to surrounding counties, um, even Cecil yeah. County, because um, it, the money wasn't Misused. there. And, yeah. and a lot of that is actually the cost of health care. Actually, all of it is actually the cost of health care. Mm. We couldn't afford it because it went like this. Ooh. And all of a sudden... We were like, oh my gosh, we don't have it in the budget. We don't even we don't even take that much in, in taxes to cover yeah. how now just the medical coverage for these people is so much higher than it was with no value added, I might add. There's yeah. no improvement in quality of care. It's just the cost that's gone up. So <laughs> riddle me that, Batman. And, and healthcare, public healthcare, that would be a different podcast. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We should do a podcast on that. <laughs> but you probably already know where I stand since I opened the door with, the, with a gun in my hand. <laughs> so the real, the real magic of homeschooling, in my opinion, is that kids are hardwired to believe that whatever their parents do is important. Yes. If yeah. dad hunts a lot, kids grow up think, thinking hunting is important. Yes. If mom's involved in politics, kids grow up thinking politics is important. Mm -hmm. If mom is in a bridge club, they think that's important. So what happens in a child's mind when they see mom and dad teaching them? A little switch flips, goes, oh, education's important. Right, yeah. yeah. That right. switch flips because they know that whatever mom and dad do is important. Yeah. And suddenly you've won the battle of the attitude. Mm. Right. Yeah. And regardless of how innately smart the kids are, you flip the switch, now their heart and mind is engaged, and you've removed 
many of the barriers that public school teachers face because right. kids don't have that flip that that switch flip. Yeah. Right. right, and that I find that the parents, when you homeschool your children, you are your child's number one role model. Right, and that's my Lord of the Flies joke. Yeah. You know, they were parenting each other as children, and I think in public school at least. I did not look to my teachers as role models. I no. looked to my peers. Yeah. And I certainly didn't look to my parents. Uh-uh. Right. And that's the entire mindset of industrialized education. You're removing the parent from the central role model of the child's life. It's true. Mm-hmm. And to yeah. me, that is a radioactive scenario. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that is that is the beginning of the end for culture society, I think. It is. Um, you know, we had beautiful cultures throughout the years where mm. home education was the bedrock of, of the society and yeah. they became very educated and you didn't need structured education, industrial education to do it. Mm. It's not required for, for growth and development. Um, and, and, and now that we have this, this industrial education process where each child is on an assembly line, their role models are, are other 14-year-old children. That's scary. That's mm-hmm. scary. Mm-hmm. Instead of me being their role model, where you're right, they want to model my behavior, be like me. Mommy likes to read the newspaper. I like to read the newspaper. Mike, yeah. that's exactly how my children are. So you better be right with you yeah. if mm-hmm. you want to homeschool because your children will be miniature versions of you. Yeah. So whether you, gotta, you like it or not, whether you like yourself or not, so <laughs> you better love you. <laughs> but you can also change when you real. When uh, yeah. yeah. So if you don't, if you see, so if I see something in my child that I don't like. I have to take a long look in the mirror. Talk about personal yeah. development. Yeah. I know that behavior has come from me in some form or another because children are like magnifying glasses of their parents' flaws. Oh, good. So, yeah. you know, I've got to work on me yeah. if I want that behavior to go away. Mm-hmm. And I've got to be honest about it. Like, this isn't going to fly. I know I do it too. We're yeah. both going to not do it. Let's work on it. Yeah. Great. My kids exactly. lose their hair. They're going to blame me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, that's but it will be from their mother's father, technically. That's an interesting. <laughs> that's an interesting point because, yeah. and one of the things I've always told my kids, and and granted they do do this. I've always been big on helping other people. Yes. You know, and my son still does. He he'll get out there and help as much as possible. My daughter, eh, I mean, she's in the Leos. Mm-hmm. She'll, you know, sometimes I feel like I'm twisting her arm to go to things. She's yeah. in love with grade, so. Yeah. That's but that's but the one thing I do, yeah. but she loves kids. And she oh, does good. go, uh, there's a daycare around the corner from our house. And she goes there as often as she can to help out. Oh, wonderful. And volunteers. Just because niche. she yeah. loves hmm. to help the kids. Yeah. One of the things she's been wanting to do. Um, and she uh, hopefully she can convince the other leaders to do it is to go to and I think Lyle talked they talked about this last year go to like a, an assisted living place mm-hmm. just to talk to the senior citizens there mm-hmm. yeah because mm-hmm. a lot they don't get a lot of children visiting them and it warms their they hearts. love it they love That's it I brought my two year old to church itself. I go to a very small like country church mm-hmm. I'm the by far the youngest person there and I brought my two year old who I don't we don't have a nursery I don't yeah. normally bring him because he's a pain I leave him at home <laughs> <laughs> and I brought him and they were so happy and he was so good I was like this will never happen again he was so <laughs> super quiet and they were like oh but there's so much joy when the, yeah, the older people is. spend time with little people I mean oh, they love yes. it they love it. That they would do. be a great project. But the funny yeah. thing is, my daughter doesn't like to be sociable. But I guess she'll want to do that stuff. No, well, me, me neither, thing. but look at yeah. me now. I'm very sociable. I'm very anti-social, here I am. Yeah, well, maybe yeah. that's Back what to it your is, shotgun yeah. in your door. I know, I know. But people are like, oh, I couldn't live out in the country because it's so isolating. I'm like, I know. Isn't so it great. Awesome? I love it. Yeah. Well, the, nat- the natural family relationships 
should be respect toward the elderly, yes. tenderness toward the young. Right. And yeah. that's exactly what right. can be fostered in a homeschool family. Absolutely. Yes. They just care for each other. My do. Well, my do and I was actually like this as a child. I was very motherly. So when I had my first child very young, I wasn't, oh my gosh, this isn't the right time for me. I don't know what to do. I was completely confident that I could handle anything that came across because I had already been in charge of my younger siblings. Yeah. And then today people say, oh, that's so terrible. Your mother would let you take care of your siblings when you were 10 years old. That's like child abuse. And I'm like, but no. when I became a mother, I was well equipped to do that job yeah. and yeah. not have to take a class to learn it or Google it. Yeah. I mean, it was built into my family structure. Yeah. And we really, we snowflake our kids really badly in this country. Oh. Yeah, mean, we do. You know, yeah. my, my kids being with a large family, they all have their required chores that mm -hmm. they have to do and when my 12 year olds were much younger they were paired with a sibling to so they were a partner to oh, do yeah. it that's nice uh, yeah the that's how they the were yeah right. and they were I like that. Yeah. i had people like you're horrible you're making your i said no they're learning awesome, together though. as a team yeah. and yeah. the older Teamwork. kids learn how to supervise that's mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. yeah right. which is yeah. a job and skill. they learn that it, that they have a lot of power and to wield it carefully Yes, because that's mom great found power. Out. <laughs> the super responsibility. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Absolute power corrupts. And absolutely. you know what? In the co-op that uh, we have together, two of two of our classes are taught by uh, high school students. Yeah. Well, if you, if you give a good person responsibility, it makes them a better person. Yeah. Yes. And that's true for homeschooling and for life in general. Yes. Yeah. You know, we've created this whole culture in our country where we've taken away from people the sense of, of responsibility, mm -hmm. which is unfortunate because that's where your pride comes from and that's yeah. where um, a lot of your self-esteem comes from. Yeah. And we've stolen it from, from multiple generations by telling them, you can't do it on your own. You need the government to help you. You yeah. can't handle it. Mm -hmm. It's it's cruel. I mean, I think, and, you know, 100 years down the road, we're going to look back and say, we were demeaning to, to an, a, a large swath of our population yeah. with the goal in mind of go ultimate government control. Yeah. And we took away their sense of identity from and them. And now you can, you can actually start seeing a persona that they don't feel like they can survive without it. Yeah, it's like they know they can't even though the rest of us go, yeah, you can. Yeah. People are doing it. You can do it too. Trust me, it takes one it can foot be done. in front of the other. Yeah, yeah. it can be you done. You can do it. it. It's not even that painful. Yeah. It just looks painful. And, and that's one reason homeschooling, frankly, is so revolutionary. Yeah. We are saying you don't need the government that's to right. educate your kids. Right. That's right. That yeah. is revolutionary. Yeah, I know. I know. We live on the fringes, <laughs> even still. But in Maryland, it really is increasing. I mean, we really are seeing yeah. an increase. And yeah. not just in Good. the conservative Christian um, community, like I know that many of us are, are yeah. in. But also in the more liberal, secular communities, mm -hmm. um, you know, I have a lot of friends who are Democrats, who are very, very liberal Democrats. They homeschool their children, and yes. those are allies in this state that we desperately need. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So when they feel like they're losing something, and the representatives that they voted for are the ones who are perpetrating this, mm -hmm. they will stand up and say something because right. this is something that they know their children deserve to have a right to do. Yeah, the more, exactly. the more success they see, then the larger it gets, and. And in a generation from now, you know, you're going to see that turnaround that turned around 50 yeah. years ago and became industrialized. Yeah. The generation that you're educating now is going to turn that back around. So yeah, I hope so. I hope yeah. so. I just hope that we get enough of a base under us, enough of a yeah. vociferous base.
yeah. before um, before the government realizes that the per people funding has really impacted the, the bottom line, and um, and then they turn us all into monsters in the media, yeah. which is what will happen. That yeah. knee jerk reaction. Yeah. yeah, using their emotions to to legislate, which is pretty much. They all really the, enjoy all that doing we do that. in yeah. Maryland. Yeah, yeah, feelings only. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. If somebody's interested in homeschooling, reach out to one of our Facebook groups. Yep. Har yep. Harford um, County and surrounding well. areas, homeschooling families. Um. And the wait, HSL. It? Send me the link. Send me the link. Well, I got I got the website for you, but send, uh, Lauren, if you can yeah. send me the link, and I'll put that in the show notes. Absolutely, I'll post it. Um, and and our, our co-op uh, Facebook name is. Harford County Homeschoolers Group. We'll send that to me. <laughs> send, send the link to us. <laughs> they can reach out. Yeah, and, Harford um, County Homeschoolers Co-op. Then I guess, and also, your the link will have to go in for but the Homeschool Legal Defense <laughs> Association has the best website for homeschooling, bar none. Mm -hmm. Great place oh, to start. Absolutely, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. And if you think you can't, you can. Right, Josh? Yeah, right, Josh? Oh, yeah. No matter you know your education show up level. And Actually, there's been more than one uh, mom family that I've actually walked them through step by step on how to get started. Yeah. And so. just have confidence in yourself because yeah. you aren't supposed to know the answer to every one of your child's questions. You're nope. just a, you're like the librarian. Yeah. You're just going to go pull it off the shelf for them, whether that's the physical shelf or whether it's on online. Yeah. You're just connecting your children to resources. So if you know how to use a search engine... Then you yeah. you, you know what the the most important thing I ever taught my kids was how to research something themselves. That's right. That's right. So yeah, yeah. yeah well, thank you very much. Well, I want to yeah. thank you guys for coming on. Yeah. Scott, thank you for driving all the way up yeah. here. Yes, thank you very yeah. much. Glad to be Wonderful, here. really. Hey, Kept us on track a couple times. Yeah. <laughs> want to come up again next week? We'll do it again. <laughs> Why don't you come down to lovely Northern Virginia next week? <laughs> and once again, if you want to be on the Harford County Living Podcast, just contact me at uh, podcast at harfordcountyliving.com or 443-982-0250. It is free to come on, and we encourage everybody to come on. So once again, thanks again, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Time is running out. If you haven't gone online and voted in the Harford County Living Community Choice Awards yet, do so. You have up until February 28th. You could pick things such as what is your favorite local ice cream stop? What is your favorite local coffee place? Who is your favorite local radio personality? Keep in mind, the key word here is local. And when I say local, we mean local. None of these franchises, so I'm not going to mention any names here, but you know the deal. Support local. That's the key. That's why we do this. So go on HartfordCountyLiving.com. You have until February 28th to vote for your favorites.